Grandmother was stealing holy water again. Lyra Prescott didn't have to guess why Father Henry was calling. As soon as she saw the caller ID, she knew it was about her beloved grandmother, the eccentric woman who had practically raised Lyra. Her cell phone sat in her hand. She had switched the ringer off, but when she looked down, she saw his name and number. Even if she wanted to talk to the priest, which she didn't, she couldn't answer the phone right now. She was in the back of a classroom, trying to pay attention while Professor Mahler assigned subjects for the documentary films his students were about to do. He was also sharing his cynical opinions about the people of Los Angeles. Mahler, a handsome man in his forties, was a noted professor who had published several books about documentary filmmaking and who had won an award for his expose of a notorious crime family, a fact he liked to mention in almost every lecture he gave. He was also a left-wing activist who tended to go overboard with his projects and opinions. He had the reputation of being arrogant and difficult, and rumor had it that his wife had walked out on him. Lyra would have felt sorry for him if he weren't so egotistical. She couldn't agree with a word he was saying. The professor invariably made sweeping statements. No one in this community takes care of what he has. When people get bored with something, they throw it away. Have you seen pictures of the landfills out here? Disgusting, he muttered. I hope one of you will choose that topic for your documentary— a hand shot up. I'll take it. Mahler nodded, poured water from his disposable plastic bottle, which Lyra thought was hypocritical, and took a drink before continuing his rant. Instead of fixing a bicycle or a car, they buy a new one. And it's not just possessions, he added, wagging his finger at them. They destroy homes and then abandon them. How often do you want us to check in with you while we're working on our documentaries? a student asked. Not this time, he answered. There will be no coddling for me. Several members of the class looked at one another. Some seemed ready to laugh. When had Mahler ever coddled them? I don't want to see what you have when you're halfway done, and I don't want to hear about any problems. I want to watch the films when they're finished, and I want to be surprised, pleased, and, dare I imagine, dazzled. Yes, you heard me. Dazzled. Now, who wants to take on the corrupt mortgage industry? He asked. Another hand shot up. All right, Peter, Mahler said. Put the topic and your name on the sign-up sheet on my desk. You too, Philip, he said to the student who wanted landfills. The professor gestured behind him toward his office it was connected to the classroom by a door he kept wide open whenever he was teaching. Without breaking his stride, he continued, And the malls. Don't get me started on those structures. They keep building more and more of them, letting the old ones sit empty until someone comes along and tears them down or burns them. I'll take malls, another student called out. The professor nodded and gave suggestions on how to go about the project. Lyra wasn't paying attention to his instructions. She was staring through the open door at a colorful poster hanging on the wall behind the professor's desk in his office. 
The words on the poster said, Paraiso Park, First Annual Festival. It showed a lovely place that was clean and beautifully landscaped. Next to that poster was another one, a grim, black-and-white photo of industrial smokestacks. There were no words on this poster, and she couldn't tell where the photo had been taken. What a contradiction in subjects, she thought. She much preferred to look at the bold colors of Paraiso Park. She raised her hand. Yes, Lyra, Professor Mahler said. What about neighborhood parks? I'd like to take that subject. Excellent, he replied. Do you know that most parks have a ten-year lifespan? She thought his remark ludicrous but didn't want to antagonize him, so she didn't argue. Everyone in his class had learned early in the semester never to disagree. Several students tried to dispute his comments in the beginning, and every time they explained their positions, the professor would rub his chin, pretend to be listening, and say, Uh-huh, uh-huh, and then declare that the students were completely wrong. He never forgot who had argued with him, and usually repaid those students with horrid assignments. Lyra was too close to the finish line to get on his bad side. No, Professor, I didn't know that. Because it isn't true, she thought. The equipment is broken by then. Even the chains holding the swings are gone or rusted out, and picnic tables are destroyed. Vandals and gangs move in and take over. Lyra was determined to prove him wrong. She chose to do her documentary on beautiful Paraiso Park. Two weeks later, she deeply regretted her choice.